Yeah. It's Adele Fools back again. Politicking the podcast. We in this hoe. You already know I got the ugly homie with me. You know what I'm saying? Ronnie. He here, you know what I'm saying? Pulled up. You know what I'm saying? We finna politic one time. You know, I already got the Mayor Armstrong and my boy Yajiketa. Let's bring the boys in, man. What's the deal, fools? What up? What up? What up? And don't let him talk to you like that, Ronnie. You beautiful to somebody, baby. He just bounced right off me. So we got to get straight into this basketball, man. Blake Griffin has signed with the Nets. Is this like LeBron James all over again? Like Durant is like LeBron 2.0? Cause this shit is like, man, ain't nobody had more major teammates than Kevin Durant, man. This shit is ridiculous. And they're talking about they're looking to get uh Andre Drummond. What's the, is that his name? Yep. You know what I'm saying? They they're gonna add another piece. This is ridiculous. What do y'all think about this acquisition of Blake Griffin? What I tell on the you Nets. last week, Caleb. What I tell you. And speak up a little bit more, a little bit louder. Me? You can't hear me? You're kind of low. Yeah, you're kind of low. Oh, snap. They don't want to hear me. The, the, the haters are always <laughs> haters are speaking up. Can you hear me now? We can. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so like I said last week, KD is a prima donna. So people are already giving up on the fact that, like, this regular season doesn't matter. All they have to do is get to the playoffs. You get to the playoffs, Kevin Durant will carry you to the finals. He'll be MVP like he did with Golden State Warriors. But Blake Griffin, I low-key even did some research. Blake Griffin's best statistical uh, uh, season was 2018 when he first came to Detroit. He averaged 24.5 points a game. Other than that, he's never been anything. The last two seasons, he's only he only played 20 games. He's worse than, like, no disrespect, y'all, but he's worse than Derrick Rose. Like when it, not Derrick Rose as the player, but when it comes to the way people say that he doesn't get to play because you know they they ride him on the bench or you know like he didn't play injuries whatever the case may be he's 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 kind of a washed up all star so he's gonna go to Brooklyn he's gonna come off the bench or no they'll probably have him start you know he'll get probably sixteen points a game but he's not going to be a key factor to whether or not they uh, succeed in the finals. They can make it to the finals, but they're not going to beat the Lakers. Not with a healthy Anthony Davis. And Andrew What's the deal, Ronnie? Drummond is trash. Trash can. Ronnie, tap in with this one, man. Mm. What's the deal? That, you know what? That sounds just like a Laker, Laker fan. He is speaking from a Laker fan's point of view. If the Lakers get Andre Drummond, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, we got Andre Drummond. That man averaged 15 rebounds a game. You can't call nobody trash that average 15 rebounds a game. Like, come on, bro. Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets. That is major. You know why? He don't have to be the Blake Griffin that he was with Live City. He is now probably the fifth option, which he's never been in his life. What can Blake Griffin do as a fifth option? A stretch four. He can shoot the three. He can guard three positions effectively, three through the five. He's versatile. He's going to give you nice passing. And all he got to do is play off of three great players. What do you mean it's not a great pickup? It's a fantastic pickup. They're going to win a championship. They're going to beat the Lakers four games to one. Durant owns LeBron in the finals. He beat LeBron twice. Busted his ass. 35 a game. 54% shooting. LeBron cannot fuck with Kevin Durant. How is Kevin Durant a prima donna? LeBron James is a prima donna. What are you talking about? 
This hey, dude just hey, said hey, the other hey, day, hey, hey. he just said the other day that his two championships were the two hardest championships to win ever. Why would you say that if you're the GOAT? That's a lie, first of all. Hold on. That's, first you of all, that's a lie. First of all, you can't go off one series. The Dallas, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Dallas championship that he that he beat LeBron on, that was a harder championship. He had to go through the championship Lakers, the Thunder, and the Trailblazers, and then beat the three-headed heat against with one no all-stars on his team. How was that? LeBron is full of shit. If you're gonna call somebody a prima donna, call your man Queen James a prima donna. The Lakers is getting that ass beat by the next. And if they get Andre Drummond, it's gonna be a sweep. I'll just drop the mic. Drop the mic. You drop the mic. Um, you can pick that shit right back up because first of all, I've never once said that I was a LeBron James fan. I am a Laker fan. You're over here talking the Queen James shit that had nothing to do with Lakers. Second of all, Andre Drummond had the biggest Shaq in the Fool moment this past, like during this season, worse than anything JaVel McGee did before his mama had to reach out to Shaq's mama to say, leave my son alone. If Andre Drummond goes to the Nets, if Andre Drummond goes to the Nets, they will look like the Nets when they picked up Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and and whoever else it was that they picked up because they were trash anyway. I don't give a rat's ass what the Nets do because what's going to end up happening, just like Yajiketis calm demeanor, the Lakers are going to be sitting there on, on the on the side of the Western Conference, going, okay. Let everybody do their talking. Let everyone do what they do. And then we win. Good luck Period. With that. Good luck with depending on Anthony Davis who's injured. What's yeah. the deal, y'all? What you got yeah. for us? Oh, man. All I got to say is first to my to my Laker people out there, keep that same energy, baby. Keep that same energy. Nah, I'll hold off on that. Blake Griffin. i hold off on that. Blake Griffin. Three years ago, nobody was worried about Blake Griffin. Just like uh, Mayer said, he was averaging 24, 25 points a game for Detroit. Everybody said he was washed up. I seen a little thing from some Laker fans talking about, oh, the Nets got five Olympians on their team now. (laughs) They got five Olympians on their team now. My question to those Laker fans is, you didn't care about Blake Griffin when he was playing for the Pistons. You had nothing to say about that. Matter of fact, you're saying he was washed up like my boy Derrick Rose. Matter of fact, they were both washed up on the same damn team. They were both washed up, right? Oh, now that he's on Brooklyn, now you got a problem with it. They got five Olympians on their team. Oh, now you guys want to go over Blake Griffin's accolades and what he has done and everything of that nature. Nature, keep that same energy because you know what, you know what, because nothing. I'm cutting you off. Derrick Rose ain't got no, (laughs) Derrick Rose ain't got no damn championship. Blake Griffin Mm -hmm. ain't got no damn championship. The Clippers ain't got no damn championship. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the Lakers still have more championship than all y'all favorite teams all together before LeBron Mm -hmm. came. I'll leave it alone. I am a bitter Lakers fan because don't you say about five. I <laughs> never said nothing about no five. I never said nothing about no five. I never said nothing about no five. I didn't say you. I said Laker fan. I know. I got I got more than one Laker fan on my I got more than one Laker fan on my Instagram. So I'm talking to all of y'all. I'm just I'm talking to all I'm standing for Laker Nation. 
I got okay. Now okay, let's go back to the Laker Nation right quick. <laughs> so I need I need I need Ronnie and um, Caleb to help me out with this. If Blake Griffin went to the Lakers, <laughs> if James Harden went to the Lakers, if KD went to the Lakers, if 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 Brooklyn's team went to the Lakers and they also still had LeBron and Anthony Davis, how would you hear Laker fans act? Oh, yeah, you were going to get another championship. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and every other team in the NBA got to shut up and try to compete. Keep mm -hmm. that same energy, Lakers. Now you got to mm -hmm. compete. Your bubble championship don't mean nothing when you got healthy people in the game now, right? No. <laughs> oh, keep that same energy. You guys were talking about championship, championship, championship yeah. before the season started. Once James Harden went to Brooklyn, now you're talking about we got more championships than all your teams combined. We're talking about 2020, 2021 season. And there we go. My point exactly. You're talking about last year. Uh, yes, yeah, you, you know, you, that, okay. that's what, so that's what Laker fans the, do, though, like, oh, Laker but, fans, so do, you guys the, the worst thing that could have happened. You guys just get mad because we were the last champions. So, who, hey, wait, man. Who's the, the worst thing that could have happened. Hey, happen? did KD play last year? Hey. Who's did KD play last year? Hey. Did Kyrie? No, he didn't. He sat out. Mm, he did. He actually did play up until the bubble. No, he did not play in the bubble. What are you talking about? He didn't play in the bubble. Facts, though. Kyrie he won that championship. Kyrie was not in the bubble. Nope. Durant Kyrie was not in the bubble. Harden was not over there. Hey, 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 you know Clay what? Thompson. You know what? Steph Curry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> y'all lucky that, that Paul George had a, a bad playoffs. Because if it wasn't for that, hey, y'all wouldn't even have got the bubble championship. If they, if they get past the Utah Jazz. Because Utah Jazz is coming for that. Y'all lucky the Clippers lost. You know what's funny? You know what's really funny? Got men lie, men lie, women lie, numbers mm -hmm. don't. And, <laughs> and all you guys can say is if. If if was a fifth, we'd hey. all be fucked up. But you know what? Well, you're talking about, whoa, 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 don't go there. Don't go there because you're saying if is the fifth. We're talking about 2020, 2021 season. And we gotta you still move going on back to the bubble. We're we talking about the Blake Griffin. Somehow we always end up talking shit about the Lakers. So yeah, fuck the Lakers. That <laughs> nigga's trash. Let's move on, man. The next so, so it came out this, this morning a report that the XFL and the CFL are looking to merger. The XFL is the extreme football league in America that made a return in, in 2019 but got taken out because of the COVID. Now they're making a return. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, is part of the new owners of the league. And now they're going to do a merger with the Canadian Football League. So I think it was about eight teams. I think it was eight teams in the XFL and uh, like 12 teams in the Canada League. So now we're talking about maybe 25, 30 teams in, in, in this new merger. Do you think that they could ever stand up to the NFL? I would say to that, um, I would say to that first and foremost, if it creates more jobs for the black community, I'm all for it. Cool. You know, hey, we got most of the athletes anyway, so boom, 
That's more jobs. One thing that the XFL has done that a lot of people don't know about is the XFL is the reason why you got all that camera work in the NFL in the first place. They bought that stuff from the XFL. So XFL has always been kind of sort of um, integrative and, and, and motivators. And, and they, they, I don't think they can compete with – actually, maybe they can because the NFL is looking very trashy right now on how they, they kick out black athletes for beating up on their girlfriends in the, in the elevator and stuff like that. But then when a white dude beats up on his black girlfriend and almost kills her, you don't even hear about it. So, hey, maybe maybe the NFL players would go, F off. I ain't playing for y'all no more. I'm going to the XFL. Mm, the XFL. Okay. XFL. Can it measure up to the NFL? Can it have the same type of success? Um, I like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, as, as a man, as a person, as what we know about him as a businessman, respecting. But I don't think the XFL can measure up to the NFL for the simple fact that, you know, the, the money and the connections, you know, it's, it's no one's ever done it before, tried to challenge a major league or try to mirror a major league and try to have something else. I think it's possible, but it's a long shot. I mean, there's there's multiple everything. You know, there was a McDonald's at first, and along came 20 other, you know, burger joints along the last 60 years that has provided McDonald's with nice competition, called Junior Jack and Bosco, King, so on and so on. So for someone to try a sports league or something like that, I think it's an interesting endeavor and definitely well worth trying. But do I think? Well, I won't, I won't even say it won't. I think it's going to take a long time for them to go ahead and and be that type of uh, not really competition, but other spot to go for professional NFL, uh, professional football players to play. You know what I mean? Because of only the connections. I mean, I didn't get to go to any of the games last year, but I did catch a little bit of it on TV, and it had promise. Like the XFL had a lot of promise last year before COVID, and the thing that I don't know. Who Johnny Manziel is playing for right now? I don't know if it's a part of XFL or not, but if they can get players like that who basically were, you know, hit and miss in the NFL or had big big careers in college, or maybe even some of these players like, like say a Chad Ochocinco or a Terrell Owens who were old but they could still hang, if they decide to come out of retirement and play for this new merger compared to going back to the nfl i think it could at least bring a lot of positive attention like y'all said if it can bring jobs i think it's going to bring a lot more anyway because not just the the money for the jobs but i think it's going to bring a lot of people joy because this last year off so many people are like i guess humbled now about the things that they kind of overlooked so you might end up having like some high school kids right now saying you know if i can't make the nfl i can make the XFL, CFL, whatever the name ends up being or whatever. And it might end up working. Maybe not the first year, but maybe within the first three years, they end up having some like some good turnouts and some uh, positive feedback to where it lasts more than like, you know, maybe five years. It would be like it would be like the G League and the big three mixed in one. 
hey, 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 I like where you go with that. Yeah, for real though. For real. Because- I, I, I covered I, I covered the Wildcats, the LA team, and just being on the field, the atmosphere, the XFL really had something, man. And I was really sad for them to go out. So for them to make this return and for Dwayne the Rock Johnson to head this, you know, Vince McMahon is cool, but but none of these kids know Vince McMahon. Yes, You're going to get fanfare just because everybody knows Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's going to be people that just turn on the TV just because. Like, we grew up on Vince McMahon, but Vince McMahon is not running the yeah, WWF that we, that we most got people right don't know. Most people don't know Dwayne Johnson as The Rock, though. Most people know Dwayne Johnson as Dwayne Johnson. But they know him. But yeah. they know him. That's, the, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Is that yeah. Shane, so, Shane McMahon... There's not a household name compared to Dwayne The Rock Johnson at all. And so yeah. for sponsors, for advertisements, for business ventures, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to bring way more people to the table than Shane McMahon could ever do. I now, Vince's you know. father, because Vince's father, he was a shit. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm but saying? See, but, but Shane. But look, that's the thing, though. Like, if you really think about it, this is going to be a big thing because you got you will have Vince and Shane both incorporated somehow, some way, because that McMahon name is big for them. Then you think about Stephanie McMahon. Then you think about Triple H. This is going to incorporate low-key. I'm just thinking about it out loud. Somehow wrestling is going to get incorporated into this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going mm-hmm. to get some type of they were last where, You know what I mean? Because, like, Batista played football. The Rock played football. You got players. You got athletes. You got this entertainment concept is going to be a powerhouse and bro you know how long vince mcmahon was doing stuff with the uh with wrestling way before we were even like before we even knew what wrestling was vince mcmahon was a household name so i think this is going to be a lot bigger than what we think just speaking it out loud like i'm like yeah it's it's going to be substantial i wonder if goldberg's going to play Hey man, he a spirit nigga. That's all he did was tackle anyone. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Somebody Well, I don't know, man. I think that the XFL will be a success, and I'm waiting to get back on that field because I'm looking to do a deal with them, man. Let me get a broadcasting deal, XFL. Tap in with your boy. Well, let's move on to the hottest debate after this All-Star weekend because nobody cared about the dunk contest. Steph Curry beat Mike Conley Jr. for the three-point contest. That's not really a feat. You know, we already knew Steph Curry was going to win that. But him and Dame Dollar was just cashing half-court threes just like it was nothing. Like, who is the better deep ball threat? Ronnie, you look like you're ready to get to this. Because me personally, if I need somebody to end a series with Paul George sitting in his face, you know what I'm saying? I'm going with Dame Dollar. You know, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter ever. But I'm going with Dame when it comes to that deep, deep ball. You know what I'm saying? It's just effortless the way he does does it. What you got on this, Ronnie? Okay, this is a, a, a good debate. You know, a lot of Stephen Curry fans, and so I am a Stephen Curry fan, will, will, will tell you that, you know, it's not close and it's not a debate. That's no one close. I'm a Steph Curry fan and I'm a Dame Lillard fan. I like both of them. You feel me? I love watching both. Play. So we all know, I agree, Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter that I've ever seen. You know, he has it all. He has a 
the pull up, he got the off the dribble, he got the step, he got the he go around screens, he works the screens well, he, he's, he's off the ball, he can cross you up, step back, side step, he got it all, deep ball. You know what I'm saying? I think he started it. I didn't see Dane really shooting these deep threes until Curry really consistently until Curry was. So Dane, when he did, he watched what Curry was doing and he practiced that shit. Now, do I think Dane is a better shooter necessarily from deep than Steph? No. But Dane has hit two walk-off three-pointers that were beyond 30 feet and ended series. He ended two series with two deep three-point shots. It's hard to argue that. It's hard to argue that. So I'm not saying Dame is a better three-ball shooter, but in crucial moments in the playoffs, he has proven to be, you know, more trustworthy than even the greatest shooter in the world in Steph Curry. So you can't go wrong with either one of them, but I think people need to start throwing some more respect on Dame Lillard's name. I'm a Steph Curry fan. Dame Lillard has not had and I'm, I don't. I think Steph is great. I think Steph could 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 play him with any team. But the truth is, Dame Lillard has not had a player on his team even as good as Clay Thompson. CJ is good, but CJ is a six-two undersized scoring guard. Can't play defense. Can't really do much. You know, in the playoffs like that, Dame has not had the team. I'm not saying that he would beat Curry, but people gotta stop disrespecting Dame Dollar, man. He he, he big time. I'd have to say this. Um, I'd say, like, if this was a 2K rating, I would have to put both of them at 30-plus feet. Like, they would both be at, like, say, 98, right? They can't be at 99. <laughs> they both are at 98, right? But right. the thing that I think a lot of people don't think about when it comes to Steph Curry and Dame Dollar or Damon Lillard, Steph Curry's biggest deep threes always come in transition. Like when they, when he hit the three against OKC the season before KD came over to the to the Warriors, right, right. You know the shot came off. He got the ball. Walking. He came up and he just pulled. You get what I'm saying? But the thing that people don't see Steph Curry ever doing when the game is on the line, they might draw up a play for either him or Klay Thompson to make the shot. It might go through Draymond Green first before the pass ends up going to Steph Curry to hit the shot. But Dane. He has the ball in his hand, and he's clearing out everybody. And he's basically saying, I'm going to win the game with the ball in my hands. And for whatever reason, like you said, the two the two knockdown threes, one against uh one against Houston and then one against uh OKC with PG and Russell Westbrook, it's like you really think about it, he's mastered his part of what makes him un an unguardable point guard, which, like you said, Steph Curry did it first. He's just doing it just as well. It's just he's doing it differently. Like, I would never say that Dame is better at shooting than Steph. Steph is doing what he's doing, but Steph Curry, like, Dame Lillard can do what Steph Curry does. I haven't seen Steph Curry do what Dame Lillard does. And maybe just because he didn't have to. Like, if you flip-flop right. both teams, I'm sure right. it's literally to kill with the Warriors. What you got, I don't think – I don't think oh, – before you go, yeah, on, on that, and that's where people get it twisted, that's why I say Steph is better overall. I don't right. think Dane would have been the same with the Warriors because one thing I noticed about Dane, especially in the playoffs and go back and watch footage, he does not move well without the ball. As right. soon as they throw that trap on him at half court, Dane checks out of the series. That's where he has failures in the playoffs. The Warriors did it to him. 
They trapped him. Last year, the Lakers did it to him after that game one when he scored 40. When Dane does not have the ball in his hand, he does not move well. Steph knows how to move without the ball, so Steph is unguardable. That's why Dane can't fuck with Steph overall. Right. <laughs> oh, he put on a Dame Lillard. He was spinning. That's that. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, bro. That's it. <clears throat> Dame Dollar is about 33% when he's shooting that deep ball. 33%. Steph Curry is only 27% when he shoots the same shots so therefore when it comes to the deep ball dame is a better three-point shooter at that deep ball than steph curry and steph curry has actually taken more attempts shooting that deep ball so dame ain't just throwing up deep balls he's throwing up precise deep balls so if I'm going, I need that deep 30-foot from the logo type shot, I'm going with Dane. If I just need a three-period, I'm going with Steph. Steph is the better shooter. All around, like how you guys said, he moves around. He's the better pure shooter. But if I'm going game on the line, I need that three-point deep, deep ball, I'm going with Dane. Because he's 33.5% from the three. And he's doing it on people that can actually play defense. What you got to say to that, Dan? It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that think that uh, Steph Curry is a system player. And that outside of that system in, you know, in Golden State, that Steph Curry wouldn't be. The greatest shooter, it would be Ray Allen. No, nah, I don't think so. Do you think that he's a product of the system? Kyrie Irving has the best handles in league history. We would be saying Steph if it wasn't no Kyrie. Steph handles is right under Kyrie. Steph got the handles. Can't nobody guard that man. He be banking in. Steph Curry got a hand. He got overall game. Like, yeah, I'm tired of people disrespecting that dude. Like, he can't play basketball. He can score one on one. He moves without the ball. He can play in whatever. He is the system. He made the system. He made Golden State the system by being by playing the way he plays. He is the system. Steph Curry is when it's all said and done will be a top ten player because we've never seen a player like that. That's why LeBron is considered so great because not because he has better skills than everybody. It's because we ain't never seen a six nine two hundred seventy pound motherfucker that's strong, fast, and lasts as long. That's why LeBron is so great, because he's a, yeah. he's a, a talent that we've never seen. Steph Curry is the same way. We have never seen a Steph Curry. No, not move that do our rule. Once Ralph wasn't a Steph Curry. He was something like it, but he wasn't Steph. Steph came come and changed the game. Come, come, come on, on, Ronnie. Don't do him like that. He wasn't like Steph. He wasn't like Steph. Okay, the only thing he that wasn't like know, Steph. Look, the one thing that we can say that Steph is that he's done differently. He did incorporate the three point shot in his game better than anyone ever has off the dribble but when you look at footage though back in the day 
Maha was nice. Like, no, he was, yeah, he was, he was like, nice. Like, he like, was nice. Like, he like, was nice. If you think about if you, I'm just saying because I love the game, right? Yeah, there's yeah. things that every single player has imitated from someone of the past, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No one's ever pump faked the ball like Mahad did. You know what I mean? The way he used to pump fake on one leg and actually pretend to jump, and the, yeah. uh, and the, the defender would fall into him and he shoot. But I'm with you on the way. So that's where that Kobe stole hey. that from. Kobe yeah, stole his whole game. Yes, he did. Kobe. Hey, but you know what? Kobe was Drake before Drake. Kobe took the best out of every player he's ever watched and, and tried to master it himself. But when you think about it, when you think about Steph Curry, his brother is actually a better three-point shooter. Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Please, please, bro. How, how, I think you better, I think you better look up, I think you better look up those stats. No, Bro, catch and shoot. Steph I'm with Curry you on that, y'all. Second all time in three pointers made, and he still has about six or seven years left. He's going to try to. Well, I didn't say. I'm, I'm saying his percentage is better than Steph Curry. I'm not saying he's a better player than Steph Curry. I'm saying his percentage. So his percentage. Steph Curry takes way more than his brother. You can't compare that. So you say that somebody shoots, let's say somebody makes on the on year. Let's say somebody makes 45 out of 100 threes, that gives them 45%. But Steph is 43%, but he took 600 threes and made, you know, 297. Just because that person's percentage is better, don't make him a better shooter. Steph shoots more, so of course he's going to miss more. Like, come on. So bro. if it comes out of that man's mouth, it doesn't count neither? No, it doesn't. That's his brother. Okay. Of course he's going to say that. Steph is a way better shooter than three point shooter than anybody else in NBA history, and it's not close. I agree, I agree, I agree, man, with all of that. <laughs> Steph is the but that deep ball, I, I'm going with Dame. I agree with you on that. You Dame, know what saying? Numbers are right on that. So so let's move on to this coming to America's <laughs> sequel that just was aired on Netflix. Did y'all check it out? What y'all think of that shit, man? I watch I don't it. I don't really watch movies. Oh, okay. I'll go then. I watched it, and I was actually really impressed with it. I thought, given the fact that it was a thirty-year difference between the movie, the way um, if people didn't actually watch, like you know, there's a lot of you know millennials or a lot of Generation Z, whatever, however you want to you know categorize it. There's a lot of people who didn't watch the first one. I feel like they gave enough insight of the past to make sense of the present. Um, I like that they brought back as much of the original cast as they could. It was like amazing how they had, you know, James Earl Jones, or that's his name, right? And uh, yeah, like, that's his name. Like, I mean, honestly, I like, I love the movie. Like, me and my wife watched it. And we don't watch very many things together, and we laughed. Like, we threw our head back and laughed throughout the entire movie, and it made me go back and watch the first one the very next day. So I'm I'm I give uh, Eddie Murphy a lot of respect. I also uh, I know that a lot of people didn't know it, but he also had his daughter in the movie. Um, you know, bringing uh, Wesley Snipes into it is something they haven't done in years. And then if you think about all those different jobs for all those different actors that hadn't really got the opportunity to do anything in a while, I think that's like hella solid. So what's your take, Granny? Man, I was, I, I, I'm going to be honest. 
I do have to go watch it again. But, but seriously, I'm, I'm a person that a movie has to really catch my eye within the first 15 minutes. I'm going to give it 15 minutes. And although I'm goofy as hell, so I did laugh at some of the shit. I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan. I, I fuck with everything he do. But I just think that type of movie, like, like Alvin said, 30 years later, first of all, y'all did this shit 30 years later. And then on top of that, it looks like y'all use a way small, smaller budget, you know, with the movie, of course, because it's not a, it's not a, um, a uh, what's it called, a, um, a motion picture. It's, right. It's, it's, it has a budget of, you know, uh, uh, streaming. So it looks like it wasn't enough money put into it. It wasn't enough time. It looks like a rush project. Like coming to America One, it wasn't, I don't think it was really meant to be that funny. I think it was just funny because we niggas. Like we found shit to laugh at it in. But, you know, it, it wasn't naturally, but the second one looks like they tried to force it to be funny. And I just think it was a flop, man. I got to go watch it again when it's not so late. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to to get my, my full judgment. But from what I've seen, I just was turned off by it, man. I was disappointed. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny, man. Of course, it was rushed. I mean, it's a it's a Netflix original. <laughs> right. It's not a Goldmar and what was the, who put the right, right. Goldmar put the, the original one or Lionsgate? Lionsgate one of these right. biggest Major like players. you can't expect a Netflix original to fuck with a Lionsgate film. So trying to compare them to the two is is just retarded to me. So. When people say that, yeah, it was a lower budget, everything's a lower budget unless it's Star Wars or fucking, what's the other shit that everybody do now? Um, Like a Hunger Games or something like that. It's like none of these movies are getting big budgets no more unless it's a Marvel, you know, character or DC. Look at DC. Mm. DC can't keep up with Marvel because they ain't got the money. They could put an Aquaman and a Batman and a they could, they got another Batman coming out, and that shit look like coming to America too, <laughs> because you look at the Dark Knight, and then you look at this new Batman that's coming out. And it looked like a streaming Patterson. movie, right. and you know Robert what I'm saying? Patterson, Mr. Mr. A uh, glittery vampire from Twilight is about to play Batman. <laughs> like, who's gonna watch that bullshit? Exactly. That's you know what what, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So I think that we just gotta accept that it is a new era. It is the streaming era and that movies as a whole, I'm not going back to the theaters. You telling me that I got to go back to the theater or I could pay $15 to a streaming company and I could be on my couch blowing with my, my steak and shrimp. You know what I'm saying? And I pay $150 to sit in the theater seat where I'm cramped up anyway. Well, I, I might be next to somebody that stink and smell like old farts and popcorn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather watch the movie from my house anyway. But, Caleb, don't forget this, though. You also got to remember that when all this streaming shit came out or went, like, viral or whatever, Disney jumped on, like, one of the first ones after, like, Hulu, Netflix, all that. They jumped on, and they had already bought out Marvel. So you have to look at all that additional money they're bringing in. You got Disney Jr. You got... Now, now when you you say that, they they did not buy out... Marvel. Well, not, not it's a, out, but it's what it, what it, what they do is an equity swap. I give well, you ten yeah. percent of my company. You give me ten percent of your company. Now, if there's anything where we want to split, if I'm ESPN, I want to split from Disney. You give me my twenty percent back. I give you your twenty percent back. It's a clean break. 
It's an equity swap. So it's technically a merger. It's not a merger. They said, hey, we finna it's a conglomerate. They built a conglomerate on the game and they killing it. And that's why they got all the money. You know what I'm saying? Like like every movie now is gonna look every movie now is gonna look like a Tyler Perry movie, man. Tyler Perry has set the new precipice and Tyler Perry movies are the standard for movies now. Why you know what that's blasphemy because you know what when people talk about Tyler Perry they say you're talking about the black culture because I've always disliked he put Tyler Perry. he put ten Medea movies in theaters and nobody said shit but then they I complain about this coming coming to America this coming to America is better than any ten of those Medea movies Fact. but nobody says shit about Medea being you low budget why, but you know why they didn't say anything about it. Because everybody had their, everybody was sitting on their hands because they didn't want to speak up on why was Tyler Perry dressing up as an old black woman and playing it so well and couldn't even play his damn self in any of the movies. That's the whole. Nah, he has Tyler. He has some good ones. I ain't even gonna lie. He has some good ones. I, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I, I'm family not that praise was good as fuck. That Think like a man. That was that was pretty good. What was a uh, um... family that praise? Daddy's girl or something like that. Uh, why did I get married? Was why did I get married? Yeah, Both. they were good too. You know, I'm not saying I, Tyler I Perry. Was trash. I think they, I think nobody um, got on Tyler Perry about his movies and everything because he was doing it. When you think about like coming to America, but Eddie Murphy, you thinking Eddie, about you, you better have a production behind you. It's the same thing with Bad Boys Three. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying it wasn't the, it wasn't like the first two Bad Boys for me. But it's like, oh, okay, cool. So you, you, with Tyler Perry coming out with his stuff, you knew it was going to be kind of low budget in a way where you think about coming to America, bad boys, and you see the first couple, well, the first coming to America, like Ronnie was saying, and then you go see the second one, you like, whoa, you ain't supposed to be having a Tyler Perry budget. You supposed to be having a budget like, like Lion Gate. Go, right. don't come out with it, especially thirty years later. Don't come out with it if it's gonna be low budget. I get what you're saying, but how much revenue do you think that they just generated off of that? If I'm Eddie Murphy and I haven't had a hit movie in fifteen years, and I could no. put together a low budget budget movie and generate some streams. For my children and for my my lineage, this is different. A, right. a lot of the a lot of the artists before streaming are are suffering because they're not streaming artists. It's niggas like the game that can rep their ass off, but they're not streaming artists. They're just never gonna be a streaming artist. So for Eddie Murphy like to go Will from Smith feature movie. films, Will Smith to Gemini Man, that was the trashiest movie that I ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> Gemini well, man, the Gemini one where he was a the cop Gemini man, <laughs> yeah, he and he was fighting himself. Gemini oh, no. man was no, he had another him. one with the little alien dude, like his partner was a cop. Oh, Bright, Bright was yeah. pretty good. Bright yeah. was pretty good. I, I like Bright, but Gemini man, if you seen that shit, that was terrible. <laughs> we looked at that shit yeah. like, what the hell was that? Just to, just to, just to clarify. Eddie Murphy had Mr. Church, Dolomite is my name, and then now Dolomite was a Netflix, I, another I Netflix. That. No, listen, I know that, but I'm just saying, like the other movie I've like never heard actress, of. What was that? 
I don't know. I'm just saying that's exactly. What you ain't even see it, so I you can't say that that's a hit. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a hit. What is the last no, no, no. movie off the top no. of your dome that you remember from Eddie Murphy? Because for me, no, no, it's listen, Norbit. Listen. Norbit is the last movie no. that I can remember off the top of my head where Eddie Murphy killed it. Norbit was hilarious as shit. Norbit, Doctor Doolittle. It was. Doctor no. Doolittle was boo. No, I asked cheeks. I didn't like it. Life is still classic. Life, Life is, is my favorite classic. movie as far as Eddie Murphy, period. As far as black classics, Life is my fucking movie, man. Caleb, all I'm saying is look, all I'm saying, look, all I'm gonna say is this. All I'm gonna say is this. Tyler Perry somehow made his way into all this like amazing black excellence as a director, as an actor, and all this shit, all because he put up his own money to make his own scripts, which had him playing an older black woman which i had a problem with now i'm not saying that he had some type of like sexual agenda behind the scenes because i don't know him personally i'm just saying eddie murphy did it with with uh the clumps martin lawrence did it with big mama and then they stopped and they moved forward in their career he made his entire career <laughs> off of Medea, and that's why i always had a problem with it because i'm like hey, don't broke don't fix it you know what but do you know how many black you know how many little black boys don't know what the hell is going on once they realize that tyler perry <laughs> that Medea was a man they were like oh my <laughs> god that reminded me of my grandma and that was a man like you know what i'm saying hey but but sadly when you think about it sadly that's how a lot of black actors how to get their name out there when you think well, yeah, about martin you know, lawrence brother, and stuff brother, when he came out with martin who who else did he have yeah, to cut yeah but you know what that was like early 90s we talking 30 years ago you know what i'm saying we're talking about right you, now you think you think racism and racism in, in the movie Tyler, in the movie theater change no, no yeah you're the one that brought it up bro so you brought up the fact that he put up his own money. So why do you put up your own money? I'm not going to ask you to record me being a woman. And I'm not mm -hmm. going to pay you. And I'm not going to pay you for me to be a mm -hmm. woman. And I, I love women. No, listen. I love women. I'm married and I got three daughters. I, I love women. But I will not pay out of my own pocket for my image to be the, the like, I'm not going to be a chick on camera out of my own pocket. You can pay me millions to be that character. But I'm not going to use my own money to do it, and I'm not going to push an agenda or a message from that. But that's why he's... I that's feel it. I feel it. But he's the We got to move on, though. We got to move bad. on, man. I can't oh, stand you know what I'm saying? Tyler Perry is the new model, and if you in this game, like I'm in this game, I'm studying Tyler Perry because he know how to, how to do it well with the low budget and make the money. That's why he got his own compound because when you in business... You're in business for one reason, profit. How much does it gross? And Tyler Perry is grossing no matter how much he put forth to make them damn movies. So I can't hate on him. That's out a new shit. Too. Netflix, but, not Life 2. Hell no. I'll be mad as hell. All right, we got to move on. We got, we got to move on, man. So today, Kyle Rittenhouse, the Kenosha shooter, trial was delayed until november so they're trying to give him extra time to get his defense together i just can't wait to see what type of slap on the wrist this guy gets he shot and killed two people he was walking around with a big ass shotgun ar 15 type weapon at 16 i don't even know how he's legally out there with a weapon he literally shot two people walked right past the cops and the cops did nothing to him as 
he had a, a, a semi-automatic just sitting right there. This is ridiculous. Like, do y'all think that justice will be served? What do y'all think on this whole Kyle Rittenhouse shit? Because, you know, they like Trump was even talking about how he was just a young boy that made a mistake. You know, it's a whole narrative in white America that's, you know, backing this white boy and wanting him to get a slap on the wrist. I'm I'll be I'll be shocked if his aunt actually if his aunt actually gets a, any type of reprimand for being the person that gave him the weapon and dropping him off in the middle of all that. That would be more of a shock to me than him getting any type of disciplinary action. One, he's a minor. Two, he's not black or brown. <laughs> and then three, given the circumstance of, you know, it being considered a riot, they're never going to slap. They're never gonna. They're never gonna slap the hand or penalize anybody that, in their mind, that, that was standing up for the police. So, I'm looking at is the adult that's considered his, um, you know, the person responsible for him. Does that person get in trouble? Because you know he's not gonna get. He's not even gonna get a blemish on his record whatsoever. Like you said, he's a juvenile. So what can you do unless you try him as an adult? The best you can do is give him juvenile life. And I think that's what, to like 25 years old? Right. For and killing two people? And unless they try him as an adult, he won't get life. Like, he's going to be out no matter what the scenario by probably like 21 to 25 years old, even if he goes to jail for that long. This is the same thing that's been going on, man. Like, we didn't see white people. Climb the White House, break that, break in that motherfucker, push right past security, go inside. Are we surprised about anything else going forward? Like, come on, man. Of course, there won't be no, uh, you know, nothing done, or, or the, the lady won't be reprimanded for having him a gun, handing him a weapon, dropping him off. There's going to be a thousand excuses made. There's going to be a thousand reasons, reasons because that motherfucker is white. We have already seen Dylan Roof walk into a church and shoot. 15 people and kill them and they walk in the burger team like come on man this ain't nothing new we've been seeing all these white cops kill unjustifiably these black people on camera with proof and still not get arrested or charged we have seen this several several times over the last about four or five years so at this point when they rushed the capitol and did what they did Nothing else going forward was done by white people in America will surprise me. That's white privilege at its finest. We didn't see it at its hardest, and we're going to continue to see it because this is white America. And I 130% agree with what Ronnie is talking about. This is privilege at its finest. And I mean, November? That's like seven months, bro. Like, <laughs> We get in, we get in, we get in the whole book thrown on us the, on the first day. You know, that's just how it goes. But when I was actually thinking about this, I was actually thinking about us on the other side. And we already know the injustice is going down. But are we continuing the fight? Because what when I looked at this. And I um, went back on it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is why 
the Milwaukee Bucks didn't play that game. This is for one of those reasons. So then I started thinking for myself of, hmm, the Black Lives Matter on the basketball court ain't no longer there no more. So mm -hmm. we, so those players aren't, they ain't standing up in that, in that same fashion. Like, no, 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 keep the Black Lives Matter on the court. It was like a little fashion statement in a way. Like, hey, NBA's like, hey, you know, we got your back. Mm -hmm. But now it's resurfaced. Now this dude's getting extra time because what I have read was he getting extra time because they don't think that the jury is, is fit because he he feels threatened. Nigga, you 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 kill two people. <laughs> you kill people. What you mean? What you mean? You you right. scared. You walked in, you killed some innocent people. So miss me with that. But then I, I, I just go back and go, are we taking our foot off the brake? I mean, on, off the gas. Because Black Lives Matter ain't on, on, on the basketball courts no more. You know what I'm saying? Hey, guess what? They finished that bubble season. Mayor, uh, Mayor, Mayor Armstrong. It's definitely LeBron because you know they they just asked him two days ago if he was going to take the vaccine because you know there's a push to get all the NBA players vaccinated. The, the, the league is going to go where LeBron wants to go, and LeBron wanted to go to beat Jordan so bad he wants to be the goat so bad he don't give a fuck. He wanted that bubble championship and he got it. And guess what? With that bubble championship, right? You get a ring. That ring is at least twenty grand. Hey player, hey player, each player that got a ring, their the ring is at least 20 grand. So as we are focusing, like for me, it kind of made me take a step back and go, damn man, am I really gonna continue to freak with the NBA? Because it was a fashion statement. Oh, Black Lives Matter, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't with with this and everything. We're gonna sit out a game where some of the players are like, no, let's sit out a whole season. Let's sit off the rest of the season. No, no, no. We should play the season. So my question goes back. Then finishing out that NBA season last year, what has that really done? Because obviously he's about to get a slap on the wrist and walk away, right? So did y'all see the, the sit down with LeBron and Obama? So LeBron said that when that happened, the whole league came to him to decide whether he was going to continue to play or not. So he called President Obama, and Obama told him that he should play. So that's the reason why he continued the bubble season, yeah, is because he sought out POTUS, and POTUS said that he should continue to play. So that's why he did Go look. Look up the interview. He did it at the, at the shop. It's an interview. You can look it up on YouTube. LeBron and Obama. Watch the interview and watch what he's talking about. Bro, so that's my whole thing. My whole thing is them sitting out or supposedly not sitting. The impact of we had the whole debate last year of should they play or should they not play? And most of us was like, no, just in the season. It makes a bigger statement. They didn't do that. They played. And guess what? The owners got their money. 
LeBron got his championship. Lakers got another championship, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Injustice has not changed. So exactly. a bigger impact would have been not playing so they can know, yo, we're not playing. And maybe and it then, will change the outcome. And then you want to cry about having to play in the All-Star game. Talking about, I thought we agreed okay. that we weren't doing an All-Star right. game. Right. Shut your okay. bitch ass up. But you want to go win a bubble championship? Right. Little Mark ass nigga. Oh, <laughs> Hey, you guys got to think about something, though. How do you let another grown man make a decision for you? As a black man in America, you cannot say, Obama told me to play, so that's why I did. No, No, you a grown-ass man. How do you let another man tell you what you need to do? Man, I can't fuck with LeBron. I can't fuck with LeBron. Once again, as I don't love LeBron as a basketball player, you got to think about this guy's story. He's the kid from from Akron, Ohio. The kid who's never ever uh, who's never seen a college classroom, who's had nothing but people around him, who's looked out for him since he was probably about twelve or thirteen years old when they realized he was going to be a cash cow. So if you think about it, if he was able to use Obama, the first black president in American history, as an escape goat, ain't nobody else walking this earth other than probably Drake. That could probably pull some funny shit like that and say, oh, well, I did it because Obama said I should do it. Now, I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that's why. And then the goal uh, I'm saying, saying no way. Hold on. Y'all on. And the goal with your, what you're saying as far as like the impact of not canceling the season. Right. Because I was with you. I said, as a fan, I want to see him play because what the hell else is there for us to do when we're stuck in the house anyway? But when it came down to the fact of what was going to change social injustice, what was going to stop things from happening that's already been happening for over 400 years, nothing. If the NBA players, the NFL players, the major league players, the NHL players, if every black player, every black athlete, including Serena Williams and Gabby Douglas would have been like, fuck sports, I'm not playing, then there would have been an impact. But you can't sit up here and put it on the Milwaukee Bucks because they quite, uh, they stopped one game or, or <laughs> anybody else. Because you know what? I can stand outside my uh, in my neighborhood right now and do like I do and help kids and shit. And the only thing I'm going to get is a horn hunk and a fucking deuces. That's all it is. Nobody gives a goddamn about what we're I doing. get what you're saying, but when you're in a well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because when you're in a position of power... You got to think about the ramifications. By you finishing that season, LeBron wants to be a billionaire. Okay, but by you finishing that season, look at how you harmed the black community. The black lives matter. Just like y'all said, black lives matter was a joke because it was on the floors. It was a fashion trend. They said, "I read." Let me, let me, let me. Black lives matter raised almost a billion dollars last year. They raised over nine hundred million dollars. Where is that money in the black community? So how is that, that shit how is that go a, to fixing black? How do you no. raise almost a billion dollars for an organization and it do nothing for black people? But, but you got it, it on the jerseys, you got it on the floor. That's what we're talking about. The NFL NBA was a ploy to use it as a marketing scheme to yes. get money that yes. didn't go yes. to the black community. And yes. then what did LeBron do? He said, well, shit, fuck it. I'm finna get a bubble championship, so I don't care. I'm just gonna ride it out. LeBron's not Al Sharpton. LeBron does not speak for all of the NBA or all black people. So if LeBron decided he wanted to play... 
but you know what? Everybody. But listen, I know, I know that happened. You guys know that happened. But did I think that that was going to happen? Did the world think that was going to happen? Honestly, do you think LeBron thought going in it like they're going to say, you know what? If you say walk, we walk. If you say play, we play. I so how can you say how can you look, say that you were were you were for ending the season, right. but no, then you turn around know, and defend Caleb. defend the actions of a man that kept no, the season going? I was for. I if was you, for you, you're the you're season. in the middle. Well, you can't you, no. you 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 wanted the season to end, but the Lakers got a championship, so you cool right. with it? Right. No, no, no. As the yeah. player, like, dude, I still play ball every weekend. I would. There was nothing that would have stopped me from playing. I played all 2020. Literally, I didn't play one time with a mask or nothing. But when it came down to this whole, if the if the league would have stopped as a whole, I would have been down for it. But if it was only select players like Kyrie saying this and, you know, oh, Milwaukee want to do that, I'm like, well, fuck it then. Go on and play. But, yeah, there was no way I was going to – there was nothing. The only way the Lakers weren't going to win last year was if the Lakers decided not to play. That's the God honest truth. There was nothing. So, with that being – with that comment being said – why you think that the Lakers played? Because they got their bubble championship. Mm -hmm. And on the other note of the, if the whole black community or black athletes would have stopped, there's always, it always takes one. And the example of that is the Milwaukee Bucks. When this kid yeah, but Kyrie went and shot up everything, but yeah, remember, when the kid Kyrie, Kyrie decided not to go to the bubble before this shooting even happened. And he was yeah, but let me finish. So, okay. like I was saying, when the kid shot up the um the the protest right. and everything, Milwaukee Bucks says we're not playing this game. And then what did that trigger? Everybody else in the league going, well, we're not going to play our games. Boom. So there was a domino effect right there. The domino effect moved into, okay, now are we going to finish this season? So they go to the GOAT of this league and go, hey, are we going to finish this season? And I, according to Caleb, he went to Obama was like, hey, should I finish this season? And Obama's like, yeah, go ahead and finish it. Right? Okay, cool. And so, hey, yo, let's finish it. So then the league finishes the season. If, if he would have been like, boom, no, let's just continue with this, what would have happened? But at the end of the day, I'm not on here saying that it's LeBron James's fault. It's not LeBron James's fault. It's every organization that decided to finish out last season. Mm -hmm. That's true. So it's not just LeBron's. It's the Laker organization. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. It's the, uh, the uh, Nets. It's all the teams that decided to play in that season because, like Kalem said and I said, it was just a fashion statement to go, hey, NBA, we're, we're, we're for you black people. If you're really for us, why in the 2020, 2021 season you don't have Black Lives Matter on your stuff no more? Mm -hmm. Great point. Yes, sir. But we got, got we got to move on. We got to move oh, on. We got to move wait, on. Wait, Caleb, wait. You got to answer that though, because you had you had shed the light on how the Black Lives Matter wasn't even being pushed by Black people; that it was being funded by the Democrats. So that would have made a lot of sense if Black Lives Matter was being funneled through the NBA season right before the election. Mm -hmm. And, and what was Obama? The, the, uh, exactly. Trump, right. the, right. the Democrats got caught cheating every single way from collusion with Russians to hacks to to 
ballots to they definitely cheated did they cheat enough to, at the scale that trump was saying no and that was the they, they came out and said you're gonna find voter fraud but you're not gonna find enough voter fraud to turn the election so them niggas cheated for sure man it was all a ploy to get trump out of here and now three months after biden got trump out of here he opening the whole world up everything that he said but he giving us this COVID nineteen relief package, so he ain't so bad, man. Congress passed, Congress passed that stimulus bill, man. He giving niggas a third stimmy, man. So, Ronnie, tap in, man. Tell us a little more details about what you getting on the stimmy. Well, you know, with the stimulus checks and the stimulus package, you know, I was I was originally trying to see what was up with all the, the business funds and stuff that are available to the small businesses but if we're talking about just the, the money that's given to every individual from what my understanding is they passed the one where we're supposed to get 600 per person which if you have three or four, three kids you'll have 2400 dollars so biden is trying to pass the 17 1400 per person to put it together with the 600 to make it a grand total of if you have four kids plus yourself you would be eight thousand dollars so you know that that's that's pretty cool um other things i found out is that about the, the the credit for the child credit that's supposed to start in july where they give each first each child 250 or 300 dollars per child for the rest of the year so the package seems to be decent i mean i'm not i'm never going to say uh during the pandemic that, that that's going to be enough for some people but you know that that that's a pretty big deal you know, for him just starting in the office, I think he had to do some shit like that. You know, for people to be like, even the Trump supporters would be like, oh, okay, okay. Trump is out. At least his motherfucker did. It's equal to or more than Trump did when it comes to the stimulus relief. Uh, for me, like, I mean, if I get it, I, if I get it, I get it. I mean, I mean, I got stimulus checks from Trump, too. So, I mean, this stimulus check seems bigger, but that's cool. But I need this food. Like I said on my last on on the last um, broadcast, I need this food to let me finish out my EDD. They extended the benefits, I think, another 11 weeks with Let unemployment. Yeah, this with, food, with, this I, food I think it's an extra. Office. 300. Okay, cool. Give it to me because you get in office and I don't got no more stimulus. I mean, not stimulus. I don't got no more EDD. Biden, give me my EDD. Well, he just he did. So you might want you might want to tap in with EDD. Like, hey, bro, I see that, that package passed with my bread. I give got me my, my bread. They give me, they give me my bread. I mean, it is what they it is. They all corrupted at the mm -hmm. end of the day. But you know, if I can make a way for my family, take that little stimulus check, put it a little more, you know, keep doing my little stock market thing that I'm doing and getting bread that way, you know, making all my little different ways. Hey, mm -hmm. that's what it is. I was spending on my in-house strip club, you know what I'm saying? Get a little pole for me and my wife. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the money ain't leaving the house. The money's staying in. Come on, Biden. Do your thing, mm -hmm. brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wild. He said the strip club every or the uh, the strip pole. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm cool on it. if we get it. It's great. If we don't, 
you know what I mean? We're going to have to still continue to look towards the future and how we're going to maneuver through the rest of this year. I mean, it just seems a little wild that um, the stimulus check or the whole bill just passed. Like, you know, everybody was kind of lost to how the whole, you know, the all-star game just went down this weekend with Atlanta. Um, you know, Texas ain't got no masks. Mississippi, I think, is the other state that doesn't have to wear masks anymore. So, yeah. I mean, um, even out here, school starts back um, for, like, third grade on the 15th. They're talking about, uh, well, you know, out here in Cali, they're talking about, like, the, the theme parks and stuff on the 1st of April. So, I'm, I'm optimistic, I guess, about all of it. But at the same time, I'm, like, I'm not taking my money and – buying a disney season pass you know what i mean a, a year pass you know what i mean or um i'm not going to turn around and, and put half of it down on a car that i'm not going to be able to afford if the stimulus or, or if my unemployment runs out faster than what i think you know what i mean just hoping to do the right things with it if it comes through because you know last time not everybody got one hey does this stimulus check come with a uh does this stimulus check come with a a, a vaccine Cause if it does, I ain't. I don't want it. <laughs> well, he said everybody should have a stimmy and a vaccine by May. <laughs> oh, no, you gotta get both. He said uh, he should have enough stimmies and, and vaccinations for all Americans by the end of May. So now, with that being said, Ronnie, you gonna get in line with me now, bro? Get a vaccination? Yeah, we. It's yeah. like we get we get the shot and then they give us the check. Nah, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather rob niggas for they stimmies. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the way now. Yeah. Down, man. <laughs> so this nigga Biden, man, he's just trying to be anti-Trump. But speaking of that boy Trump, man, he did his first rally just a little over two weeks ago where he made his first post-presidential appearance. And what the first thing he do? He started talking shit about Biden. He do not like that nigga Biden, man. So then he starts talking about how he won the election. So even though he never conceded, he, he caused insurrection. Then he comes out and says that he won the election. He teases at the end of the speech that he's going to beat the Democrats for a third time. So it looks like he's getting Trump coming back again. Trump versus Biden again. He's got the whole party split. This shit is crazy, man. What y'all niggas think, man? Oh, here we go. Another shit show. Another uh, tale of the tape for a fight between two devils. Like, I'm not going to change my stance on what Joe Biden has been all these years to America and to the black community in particular just because of two months and a stimulus relief. Let's not get it fucked up, as I keep reminding people about this man. The man was part of the 94 crime bill, part of the group to get that passed. His assistant, which is the vice president, vice president, she was a part of that too. Putting away black men for small ass crimes, giving them ridiculous ass sentences. These motherfuckers had a huge impact on fucking up the black community in a major way. So I'm not just going to forget that because some bread was dropped. Joe Biden does not fuck with niggas. He's been quoted several times saying some very questionable things. Okay? So let's not get it twisted. Now, Trump coming to run again? It's a fucking joke. We know Trump is a clown. This is a, this is a, this is 
I can't even say what this is a shit show that America is presenting. Trump and Biden running for president lets me know that anybody can get in there and do that shit. So it's going to be another, you know, fucked up election. People, America against each other. People hating each other. Trump guys going to come out doing crazy shit. I'm here for it, man. This is life. This is bullshit, but this is what we in, man. This is us. I don't know how you're supposed to follow up behind that, Ronnie, because um, talk about dropping the mic. I I know this sounds bad because you're not supposed to worth, wish death upon nobody. and I'm not wishing death upon anybody, but I, I kind of didn't see Biden lasting the four years in office anyway. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I always foreso- foreseen that if he won, something with his health wouldn't go right. And then uh, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala Harris would, you know, become the first female president. But uh, if that was to happen, then, you know, the presidency uh, or the election for 2024 would be uh, a real shit show. It would be like disgusting. But I I don't know, man. I mean, I've told everybody that Trump will get to two terms like it didn't matter when it was consecutive or not, that he would make sure to get his eight years of being the leader of the nation and. It, it's not going to end no time soon as far as the shit he talks, especially without him having Twitter anymore. He's going to have to make his face seen. He's going to have to be more present to make his uh, his voice heard or whatever, or his followers to still feel um, confident in the direction that he was trying to lead us, which was straight into hell anyway. But, hey, it is what it is. What can we do? Like you said, this is the world we're living in. Hit us, y'all. Um, I would say Trump as a leader was not a good, wasn't a good leader at all. Uh, but on the other side of it though, it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny to me. I, I, I give the man heart. That man got, that man does not know how to take, that man does not know how to take an L. He, he would not take an L. Like he to his deathbed, he would be like, it would be like, beep. And he'd be like, I did not lose the election. <laughs> like, <laughs> he ain't taking the L. And he gonna keep coming. And that's that's that man. I I respect that a little bit. What do you respect I, that? Only I, a white man. I would have to agree with him on that. that. I have I to respect him because oh, only because, white man, that's white because it's not it's not right business. Obama could not have been a like that and you would have been cool. He would have got trashed by the whole world for doing that shit. Trump is able to be a sore loser and everybody's okay with it. Let Obama No, I'm not saying that's why I said in the beginning. That's why I said in the beginning he is a horrible leader. That's why I said he's a horrible leader. What I'm respecting is the man won't stop fighting. The man won't stop fighting. He's going to go after what he wants. So, Ronnie, I'm going to give you this example. Denzel in training day. He had 1,500 <laughs> niggas with burners, and he still stood there and talked shit before they lit his ass up. That's Trump. If you respect Denzel in training day, then you got to respect Trump, man, because it's the no same thing. He can stand there every, against 50,000 niggas and say, fuck all y'all niggas then. Y'all can't do this shit to me. Exactly. You only do it to be white, man. I'm telling you that you don't get cool points for having white privilege in America. I'm sorry, you're white. If you were black, you would not be able to do that. I'm, if, 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 
it'll be a cancel culture. It'll be all type of shit going on, man. Come on. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I he goes after what he wants, and whether he's good at it or whatever, he he's going to go after it. And it's the same, like, as as black people, we got to do the same thing. You got to go after what you want, no matter what. Don't care what nobody says about you. Don't care if anybody try to veto you out of your job. You still got to go after what you want. No, and he want he want his second turn. I want to chime in. I'm raising my hand in class, gentlemen. I'm raising my hand. So, look, this is the thing I want to say to you, Ronnie and Yah, at the same time, right? Yes, there's always going to be white privilege in America that we just as black men or black people in general will never, ever be able to understand. Right. The right. one thing that we can accept, though, in this panel, while all the world hears it, there's never been a white male to embody white privilege as much as Donald Trump. That's all I can say. I mean, exactly. even and I'm talking about like when I was a kid, when I think back about little rascals. When they showed that the dickhead ass little fucking boy that was trying to come after Alfalfa's girl was Donald Trump's son, that let us know 25 years ago, 30 years ago, the shit was gonna be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like the movie showed the little boy was so privileged that he had his little car built, that he picked up the girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everything that that little boy was, when you were like, damn, I wonder who his dad was. And they showed it was Donald Trump. We all laughed about it because back then it was all about the money. But now you fast forward, it's like, damn, that's always been who he was. And that's what kids who look up to him want to exactly. be is they want to be, they want, look, we tell people to be unapologetically black. Like, don't let people, like, don't cut your hair if you don't want to. Rock dreads if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Get tattoos, wear your daishikis, do whatever you want because that's who you are and body who you are. Trump basically, and to a certain extent in my mind, Trump said, hey, you know what? You wish you could be me, so let me show you how great it is to be me. You know what I'm saying? And it's some fucked up shit, but he is Denzel off a of training yeah. day. He's, he's looking around going, oh, so y'all mad? You can't do nothing about it. And all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if we just take, I'm not talking about his leadership because he's oh, horrible. Hell no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Great. if you take that same mentality of I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do as this color skin, man. How deadlier, how much more deadly we gonna be if we embody who we are and when you know what? I don't give a damn how you guys feel. I'm going to do me no matter what. That's what I that's what I'm America when they do that, they end up like Martin Luther King, Malinching. Nipsey Hussle, Tupac of course, Marcus Garvey. Shall I keep fucking going? Y'all stop this shit. No, it's no, not that hey, easy for us. Wait, wait, Ronnie, wait, Ronnie, hey, Ronnie, oh, Ronnie, but, Ronnie, but don't you wait, respect Ronnie, those wait, Ronnie, wait, Ronnie, 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 hey, Ronnie, 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 Fuck that. Look at my name. My name is Mayor Armstrong. I'll be putting that shit on all day. 661 from my city. Me and y'all are wearing our our junior high jerseys. This is what this is where we met. Like, this is my junior high basketball jersey. That's his junior high volleyball jersey. I don't give a fuck. If niggas don't respect that shit, hey, they need to fall what? the fuck off. Because what that's you where said, that's right his now. 
You said that's his volleyball jersey? That's his volleyball? Volleyball? Hey, you better respect your homie. You better respect MVP on my That's MVP That's my who jersey. Wait, what? Put the respect on his name. And I played ball. And I played ball. Y'all better put some respect on my. I was the most athletic, so I played every sport. None of y'all can see me. And I got broken ankles. What? Yeah. No, but look, no, but Yeah, bro. It took you a long time to embrace your blackness, man. Hey. Black niggas don't play volleyball, bro. Hey, yes, we I'm do. Hey, no, I was on yes, the they do. <laughs> hey, I played too. I played too. I just didn't. You know how much money is in volleyball? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to put y'all on the game, baby. Hey, you know, better hey, go after everything. Y'all don't know. Oh, y'all don't, right, don't know what it is to come from the dirt. Like the 661, we come from the we dirt. We the dirt, I man. I went to Antelope Valley College, bro. I lived in Palmdale. I know all about the 661. But did you play volleyball? But did you play volleyball? You was an adult, bro. You, we talk about we talk about junior high. We talk about twelve. We talk about before we even knew what women really was. You know what I'm saying? Like this is. Uh, dirt, hey, I don't even know what those six one was. Whatever it is. What, See, that? you better put some respect on Six one, baby. Hey, hey, ooh, Ronnie. Paul Dale Lancaster. Okay, so y'all Paul George. Why y'all Paul George? Hey, no, 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 Don't disrespect us like that. Don't disrespect us Paul George is not us. Because we was no, no. We've always no. The AV, the AV has produced some of the top athletes out there. You just don't put no respect on our name. Deshaun Shad, Super Bowl champion, Seahawks. Let's go. Josh Shaw, Josh Shaw in the NFL right now. I don't even know who that is. Well, you know, on that note, a, you're not enthusiastic. Y'all, right, man, we we've been on here for an over an hour and a half, man, hour and twenty minutes, damn near. We got to get up out of here, man. We gonna go forever. Especially, I'm dead. I ain't even got nothing in my mind after y'all play volleyball. I'm done. <laughs> oh come on, right, man. I'm a man right. of everything, right. baby. I'm, right. everything. I can't do it. I I can't last, man. So let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Hey, man, shout out. Shout out Yaja Kennedy for putting me back in my the right mindset with our cactus volleyball and basketball jerseys. Uh, shout out to six six one. Shout out to everybody that's trying to be somebody and not afraid to be different to go against the flow. Like my boy Priest would say, we trying to lead us. People got to lead us. And if you had to, if you're not ready to do it, we'll do it. We'll lead you, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is, since we shouted out the since we shouted out the dirt, you know what I'm saying? 661, we in a building, Palmdale, Lancaster. Get it right. We up in this piece. We don't know what y'all about, but we about that life. We do anything to get out that dirt, baby. That's what we all about. So shout out to Brand of Encouragement. Shout out to a Politicking Podcast. Shout out to Focus on the Future. Shout out to HNS. Everything, baby, we up in here. Hey, yo, and if y'all ever want to see me in volleyball, let me know. <laughs> right. Me and y'all. Oh yeah, and shout out to my wife. Yeah, and shout out to my wife. Hope you got that thong on so I can smack that thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I met you back in Texas, and you had the <laughs> man, 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 shout out. 
Shout out to Brandon and Curry. Y'all just kidding. It's crazy. Yes, man. Shout out to Alvin. And what is this called? Uh, we are Focus future, right? on the future. Focus, Focus on, the future. on the future. Focus on the future. Yes, sir. Hey, I like what you're doing, bro. You, you're doing some good shit, man. I like what you're doing, man. Love so. Shout out to the Politicking Forum, Politicking Broadcasting. Shout out to HMS 420 staff. Shout out to Taz, Little Jackson Music. Shout out to everybody who's been fucking with the Politicking Movement since day one. Shout out to y'all because y'all the real MVPs. So uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We've been killing it. Like some people saying we're doing too much. <laughs> I say we ain't did enough, man. We finna get to this shit, man. Politics in the podcast. I don't know what y'all niggas gonna do, but I'm gonna get to it, man. We out of here. Hey, man, that's my line.